I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! Sienna T Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas Berger, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. The Penguins shut out the Kraken in Pittsburgh back in mid-January on home ice. And then the Kraken returned the favor by doing the exact same thing on Thursday night on home ice. Let's go Pens! Penguins postgame starts right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That old saying in sports, you can't win them all. Well, there's another old saying in sports, and that old saying is this not only can you not win them all, but sometimes you can't win and 
pretty much all the time. You cannot win if you do not score. And guess what? That's exactly what the Penguins did on Thursday night. Now, before we get down to business, and specifically business that includes talking about the game on Thursday night, as we're going to do, I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. And when I say elephant in the room, I'm talking about the fact that the Pittsburgh Penguins, having won three games in a row, just let the Kraken, the Seattle frickin' Kraken, do exactly what Pittsburgh did to them. Yes, I said exactly what the Seattle Kraken did to them. Like they let they let the Kraken do exactly what they did to the Kraken. Back in mid-January. So, I honestly don't know how to put this. I don't know how to put this. I really don't. So, all I'll say is this. They fall two to zero. Yes. Two to zero. The Penguins fall. They fall two to zero. To the Pittsburgh Penguins. Sorry, to the Seattle Kraken. The Penguins fell two to zero. And honestly, it's not even funny. It's not, it's not even funny. I mean, they just did, they just did this to Seattle a couple nights ago. All right, let's get this over with. Time now to get into our scoring summary here. Oh, and one thing I should mention. One thing I should mention. The goaltender for Seattle was different than last time. So it it was not, and I repeat, not, Joey Decord. Joey Decord did not start this game. 
So Joy Decor doesn't start the game, but who did? Philip freaking Grubauer. Gruby. It's Grubauer versus Jari. Shocking, is it not? Well, whatever the case. The Pittsburgh Penguins fall. Two to zero. And. I get it. You're without Jake. You're without Brian Rust. But just the other night, you found a way to win games. You found a way to win hockey games. You found a way to win hockey games. Without Jake. You found a way to win games without Jake and without Brian Rust. So why would this be any different? Well, I certainly didn't see a difference. I certainly didn't. I I just didn't. Jari's record coming into this game, I'll do it courtesy of my phone here because I seem to be having some issues here with uh, record. But Jari's record going into this game on February 29th in Seattle. 17, 17, and 4. He is now 17, 18, and 4. With the loss, Philip Grubauer is nine, nine, and one, and he came into this game nine, eight, and one. Actually, no, he came into this game eight, nine, and one. That's the only thing that Sportsnet has right, apparently. Uh, they don't have Jari's record right, but you know what? It doesn't matter. We have the scoring correct. What we'll do is, via the NHL app, I will give you the game scores. I'll also give you their number. I'll also give you the number of their, yes, of their, Goals for the game, or for the season, rather, and the goal 
or end the assists that each person who got an assist in the game has. So let's kick things off with our scoring. And that's going to be quick. 12 minutes and 25 seconds in, Oliver Bjorkstrand, who in my notes, as I have it, number 22, Oliver Bjorkstrand, puts in goal number 15 of the season, assisted by number 21, Alex Lenberg, Wen Wenenberg. His 16th assist of the season. And Will Borgen, number three, his 20th assist of the season. That puts Seattle up 1-0. to zero. And that would remain the final score, or rather the difference maker, through 20 minutes and through 40 minutes. Because in the third period, 15 minutes and two seconds after a penalty a penalty was called on Pittsburgh. Alex Wenberg puts the puck in the net in the third period for not only the game winning goal, even though it wasn't counted as the game winning goal. But his ninth goal of the season, assisted by number by number 56, the former Edmonton Oiler, Kyler Yamamoto, his sixth assist of the season, and by number 20, L.A. Tobovin. E. E. Tobovin, his 18th assist of the season, scored on the power play. Time for your penalties. Well, no penalties. Sorry, no scoring in the second period. But we had two penalties to count in the first period. The first one goes to Ryan Graves. Two minutes for holding at 15 minutes and 23 seconds in. Jaden Schwartz would get a penalty at 17 minutes and 24 seconds for tripping. He would then go to the box. While the while the uh, Kraken have the one to zero lead for holding at five minutes and one second into the second period, thirteen minutes and thirty seconds into the second period, Seattle will take their second and final penalty of the game as the former Penguin Brian Dumoulin is called two minutes for high sticking. Into the third period where the score eventually changes. From uh, Seattle 1, Pittsburgh 0, to Seattle 2, and Pittsburgh 0 which is how the game would final. In the third period, Ryan Graves caught again. This time, he's getting a roughing call. Six minutes and 37 seconds in. 
later in the period, at 14.07, 14 minutes and 7 seconds, Lars Eller would find his way to the penalty box for the second high-sticking penalty of the game and only high-sticking penalty taken by the Penguins. Two minutes for high-sticking to Lars Eller at 14 minutes and 7 seconds. And then this is the penalty... This right here is a penalty that even though the Penguins were already down by two at this point in the game, this right here is the penalty that I felt sealed the deal. I did not like this call at all, but... That is not mine. It's not my place to say. It's not my place to say. But regardless, Evgeny Malkin, two minutes tripping the call at 19 minutes and 42 seconds. And that is all she wrote. And of course, it was after the Lars Eller penalty that Alex Lenberg scored. Wenberg scored. Alex W scored, I should say. So he had a assist and a goal. And whether the game winning goal is the one by Oliver Bjorkstrand. I just I I don't know what to say. So that wraps up the scoring and penalty of the breakdown here of our game breakdown here before we take our first break of the program. Get to the halfway point of the program. A big congratulations. And before we get to our three stars of the program, which I will also give out my three stars as well. But I'll just say this. I'm going to just say this. Obviously, it looked like Pittsburgh was the better team when you look at the shot total. but they just were not able to score. They were not able to score. And that's all there is to it. I don't believe they belonged on the same ice as the Kraken on Thursday night. And it was certainly showing. Will they belong on the same ice as the Calgary Flames? When they go head-to-head with the Flames on Saturday night? Well, that is to be determined. And we will determine all of that in our final portion of the program. But that all being said, time now for the first introduction 
of the program. A reminder, this is also a broadcast. We've covered a lot of Penguin hockey. Some good, some not so good. This is broadcast 57 of 82. Which it would which would also mark it as broadcast and game fifty seven of eighty two. So if you've been with us for a full fifty seven games, you would have had even if it's on on the ice and behind the benches or not, you would have had us all season long. But this game. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, I just, I don't even, I don't even know how, I don't even know how I could run the rest of the program. So I'll just leave you with this as we get into our first introduction of the program. Shake it off, Pittsburgh. Let's get ready for the Flames. And let's try not to get our hopes up because we fought hard in that game. We just didn't fight hard enough. And we also did not belong on the same ice as the Seattle Kraken on Thursday night. And a big congratulations to Big Jeff Carter, whose kids gave out the starting lineup for the Pittsburgh Penguins as he entered game 1300 in his NHL career. That's 1,300 games in Jeff Carter's career. And in celebration of that, Jeff Carter's kids got to call. They got to call out the Pittsburgh Penguins starting lineup. And you can find that in the link in the description of the episode. That will be the link to where you can find post-game media availability and so much more. And a big congratulations to Dave Haxtell for making it to 500 NHL games coach. Huge, 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 huge. Congratulations. Dave Haxtell, 
And I know that if this were a football show, we would be saying happy Victory Friday. Even though that never really happens on Locked On on a Friday. But well, uh, actually, maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Point is. For all those Seattle hockey fans, right now, as the Seattle Kraken get ready to play in their first contest of the March program, or of the March portion of the schedule, which we'll touch on later. They get a little sweet taste of revenge by doing exactly what the Penguins did to them back in January. Let's not waste any more time and get to the three stars. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That is yours truly. That is me, Scott McGregor. And, yep. I mean,. I'm going to give some praises out to the Penguins. For this game, but I really don't think I'm going to give them too much credit. We're going to get to the play of the game also in the halfway point of the program. When we talk about the game stats. And we do... The shake of the game. Game pucks of the game are going to be time permitting. But if we don't get to them in the halfway point, we will do them during our NHL recap segment at the end of the game or at the end of the program when we also will look ahead to what's next for the Kraken, what's next for the Penguins. But this this road trip for the Penguins got off to a good start, but it's hit a roadblock. It's hit a roadblock with the loss to the Kraken on Thursday night. Three stars are from the Seattle Kraken, and they're all and they're all well deserved to be honest. Alex W. Alex Wenenberg, number 21, who had one goal, one assist, plus one, a total ice time of 18 minutes and 17 seconds. Number 22, Oliver Bjorkstrand, one goal, no assist, plus one. A total ice time of 14 minutes and 48 seconds. 
and the star of the game. He is your first star. Number 31, Philip Rubauer. Rubauer is your first star. Stopping all 33 shots. He saw the Penguins shoot, did not give up a goal, and he ends with a save percentage of a thousand. That also was his first shadow of the season. And his last shutout was almost two years to be exact. Wow. All right. Well, I am going to give the Penguins a little bit of credit, but not because. You know, they lost this game without a fight. But I will say this. I am going to give the Penguins a little bit of credit because I did like the way Tristan Jari was playing. He was fantastic when he needed to be. We just didn't have offense. The Penguins just didn't have the offense to beat the Kraken that they had in mid-January. And that's not Tristan's fault. Okay, the goals are Tristan's fault. But it's not really Tristan Jari's fault. I really don't believe it's Tristan Jari's fault. He was fantastic when he needed to be. He made a couple of very, very good saves. So that is why, alongside my first star, which would be Philip Grubauer, I'm going to go with my second star as Tristan Jari. And my third star I'm going to go with Oliver Bjorkstrand. Oliver Bjorkstrand is going to be my third star. And my first two stars are the goaltenders themselves. Tristan Jari and Philip Grubauer. So, that all being said, That pretty much wraps up the opening portion of today's program. But our shake of the game 
which is our player of the game segment, is coming up next. Also, this is your reminder to be keeping it tuned here, especially for CNT Radio, because the fun continues on CNT Radio. Last night, it was the Cosmopolitan Culture Club. Tonight, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, join Sienna and the rest of the radio crew for Sienna T Radio for the Song Bank. And again, that's from 7 and 9... 7 to 9 p.m. But the fun doesn't stop there. Saturday morning, kick it off in the uh, kick it off in the Eastern Time Zone or in Canada with at 11:30 a.m. the melting pot with Nick Blazewitz. And then at 2.30 in the afternoon, 2.30 p.m. Let's get ready for the Classical Cafe, which I believe is 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. in the UK. And um, I'm just going to check here on my world clock here on my phone see what time it is in the UK. So if you're catching this in the UK at this time, we welcome you to it. But remember that you really must get to bed after the show. And yes, indeed, it is actually 7.40 p.m. Eastern Time in the UK right now. So on Saturdays, when it is 2.30 p.m. here in Canada and in the United States, you really must get to bed in the United States at the end of the show at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You really must get to bed. Speaking of which, let's hear a word from CNT Radio and specifically Spicy Techie. When we come back, it's the player of the game, the play of the game, time permitting game pucks of the game. And our game stat. And again, if we don't get to the game, pucks of the game in the middle portion. Join us in the final segment during our NHL Thursday look around at the action from Thursday. 
along with our wrap-up in our final segment. And, of course, we'll get you set up for the Pens and the Flames. Just like after that game, we'll get you set up for the Pens and the Oilers. But right now, we'll take a quick break and hear a word from Spicy Techie and Sienna T Radio. Penguins postgame is back right after this. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank, which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. two hours of fun-filled music and she has so many great features sound of music undercover foreign exchange name that tune and the big wheel that she spins for who's that or where are we we cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna t Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Looking for conversations on books and more? as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop 
to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page. Search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. All right, welcome back to Penguins post game. Welcome back to broadcast 57 of 82 and of course game 57 of 82 penguins fall 2 to 0 to the seattle kraken and the kraken well they return the favor from january when they were shut out by the Pittsburgh Penguins. In Pittsburgh. In er in in mid in mid January. I yeah, I believe that's right. Mid January, I believe that is correct. But anyways, the Kraken had Pittsburgh do it to them back in January. They'll do it to us, who are Penguins fans, and see how we like it. And that was basically on Monday night in mid-January. So on Monday night in mid-January, well, you fast forward to Thursday night at the end of the month in February. And guess what? The Kraken have done exactly what the Penguins did to them. In January, in February. Time now for our play of the game. Before we get to it, however, and before we get to our shake of the game, it is time to talk about the game stats. Now, why am I doing the game stats right off the bat? Well, I figure we might run out of time to do game pucks if I take a little while to get through the game stats. And of course, we may I may take a while to get through the player of the game, which is our shake of the game. So we're going to kick things off in this middle segment with after we've done the referees and linesmen, our game stats. Your referees and linesmen at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington were Chris S. and Graham Skittler. B. Ben Mills and Tyson Baker were your linesmen. Your referees were Chris S. and Graham Skittler. Or Graham S. As I mentioned earlier, 
The Penguins may have been the better team when it comes to the shots because they outshot Seattle 33-28. to They also outhit Seattle 14-10 to in the hits category. But we seem to be a little even in the face-off circle. The Penguins finished with 26 face-offs. They also spend eight minutes in the penalty box. They finished the game 0 for 3 on the power play. They did not score on any of their opportunities. And they finished the game with 4 giveaways, 13 takeaways, and 11 blocked shots. The Kraken, meanwhile, finished the game winning 27 face-offs, scoring on one of their four opportunities on the power play to end the night one for, one for four. They spend six minutes in the penalty box, finish the game with eight giveaways, eight takeaways, and 22 blocked shots. Well, you can just, you could just, you could just throw this up, curl this up into a little ball, Penguin fans, and throw it off into the trash. The good news is, we took game one, we did not lose the season series to Seattle. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. We lost this game on Thursday night. But that only evened the season series for this season. So, as long as we took one, I can live with that. I know not many people can live with that when they, uh, or many of us who watch the team, and I mean, and I'm talking everybody, by the way. I know not many of us, and I'm talking about everybody, by the way. Not everybody can live with a team falling by just a short score and also not getting any points, especially when it's at a crucial point in the season. Now, as we enter the last month before we really have to get into that last month in April coming up, where we really have to put our hand, our our feet rather on the gas pedal. So all that being said, the game stats are out of the way. We're gonna get to the scratches. We're gonna get to the shake of the game introduction, which is our player of the game segment, by the way. 
And we will get to the game pucks in just a second. But first, my play of the game. I mean, besides uh, goals, I would say my play of the game has to be a save. But my play of the game is the game set match. Goal scored by Alex L by Alex W, excuse me. Yeah, Alex Lenberg Wenenberg. Alex W, I'll just say. You got you, Alexander W, has my. Uh, Erica, Lindsay, Ayala, if you're listening to this, you could probably uh, maybe better pronounce the name than I can. But any, anyways, Alexander W. He's got my play of the game for this program. And we'll get to it as soon as the... As we're going to play it, as soon as the little ad here drops off. It, of course, was called by those on Root Sports, who we have, and that was the feed for Seattle. Yamamoto. So here, are, so here is that Seattle feed with the call of the goal scored that also pretty much said game set match Seattle wins 2-0 enjoy Yamamoto hurried up a bit done popping out McCann in a sweet spot it goes off the glass okay we seem to be having some issues here let's try that again but this is the play of the game that, as I said, mark game, set, match. Seattle wins 2-0 to zero over the Penguins. Yamamoto hurried up a bit, done. Popping out McCann in his sweet spot. It goes off the glass. Held in by Dunn. Recaptured a bit by Carter. Wenberg dances, powers in. Yamamoto stopped. Wenberg, they score! Alex Wenberg! Hey, hey, what do you say? 2-0. Seattle. Hey, hey, what do you say? 2-0, Seattle. Alex Wenberg. There we go. Alex Wenberg. Puts the game 
on ice for our play of the game. Let's start that again. We were rolling well, but let's start that again. And hopefully we can get through the whole thing. We will wait. So we will wait a little bit. But Alex, Alexander Wenberg is our play of the game. This one is game set match. It actually looked like a pretty good shot, by the way. Yamamoto hurried up a bit, done. Popping out McCann in a sweet spot. It goes off the glass. Held in by Dunn. Recaptured a bit by Carter. Wenberg dances, powers in. Yamamoto stopped. Wenberg, they score! Alex Wenberg! Hey, hey, what do you say? 2-0, Seattle! We've had a pause here for the replay, so we'll, we'll let it roll. We'll let it roll, but I will make sure that we wait a little bit so that we can get it going. You know what? We will let it run, and we will see what we get. But this is going to wrap up the play of the game. To bring us to our player of the game, which is our shake of the game segment. That is coming up as soon as we wrap wrap it up here on this play of the game. Hey, hey, what do you say as they say in Seattle? Two nothing at Seattle. Well, okay, it looks like we are gonna have to play the play of the game back a little bit. But you know what? We'll do that after we're through with our player of the game, shake of the game segment. Apparently our connection and video apparently did not want to connect with us. So we will try that again in a little bit. But regardless, We've got a we have got a introduction to get to, so let's get to it. The shake of the game is inspired by number fifty nine of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his milkshake factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores. Despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners 
podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. With all that being said, that is me, yours truly. We'll be right to that before we try it again. With our play of the game. So with all that being said, let's get to it. As mentioned, the game-winning goal, which also is our play of the game, belongs to Oliver Bjorkstrand. But our play of the game belongs to Alexander Wenberg. Alexander Wenberg. who put the puck behind Tristan Jari, who, as I've already said a couple of times already, the game, set, match. All right, well, let's begin with our scratches and the notable ones for the Penguins tonight. Jonathan Gruden, Matthew Phillips, and John Ludwig. And Jonathan Ludwig. Those are the people scratched for the Penguins in this game. Andre Burakowski, Riker Evans, and Pierre Eduardo Belmar are out for Dave Haxtell's. Seattle Kraken. And let's start with Pittsburgh here. My player of the game. And shake of the game recipient. I'm going to go to Tristan Jari. I'm going to go to Tristan Jari. I know, I know. He gave up two goals. But let me be clear here. Let me be clear here. He may have given up two goals. But he made 26 saves on the 28 shots he faced. His save percentage is not that bad. 929, that's not bad. He did play 57 minutes. Also, I should note, when the Penguins pulled, because he did, because Tristan Jari did not play the final three minutes of the third period, I should mention they did pull Tristan Jari in the final three minutes of the third period. But, although he gave up two goals, at least he didn't give up a third when he was in goal. 
I feel like as much as I would like to do a pick-me-up here, Piston had a good game. Not a very good first period, but the second and third period were really, really good. That brings me to the recipient for the Kraken. And I could give it to the players that scored. I really could. But I'm not going to do that. And you know why? Because Philip Grubauer was absolutely unbeatable. He was like a brick wall. He was square all night long. And it showed. He was square all night long. And it showed. He stopped, as I said, in the three stars portion. 33 shots. He stopped them all. He did not let a single one by. And that's his first shutout of the year of the season. Despite the fact he didn't play 60, I don't think so. I thought he played the 60 minutes. But it says here that he played 59 minutes. Well, I don't think so. I don't, I really don't think so. I really don't think so. I could go on, but we would be here all day. So before we get down to game pucks of the game, let's get down to the play of the game and Try this again with Alexander Wenberg's goal. We have an ad, so we will let the ad run. And when we get to the ad, or get out of the ad rather, I'll send you over to the call. from Root Sports for the Seattle feed. And if you were watching on Sportsnet in Canada, you you got the Sportsnet Pittsburgh feed, which had Mike Rupp, Haley Hunter, and of course, Josh gets off on the call. Wonderful, wonderful programming that they have on Sportsnet Pittsburgh, especially before Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. I'm talking Penguins face off live, Penguins tonight, Penguins game plan, and even a show that happens at 8 30, and even a show that will happen at 8 30 
p.m. tomorrow night, right before we get ready for the game against the Flames on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Tune in to Sportsnet Pittsburgh for Inside Penguins Hockey at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right before Penguins Tonight takes over at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then right after that, it's time for Penguins Faceoff Live, and then it's time for Pens in the Pens in the Flames. We will set all that up for you in our final segment. Coming up in just a few minutes. But we got to get to the game, Pucks of the Game. And we got to get through what we were trying to get through when we did the play of the game. So here it is again. And let's hope we can get through the entire thing. Yamamoto hurried up a bit, done. Popping out McCann in his sweet spot. It goes up. It looks like I'm just going to have to keep waiting. I'm just going to have to keep on waiting. And you know what? That's fine. That is fine. Yamamoto hurried up a bit, done. Popping out McCann in his sweet spot. It goes off the glass. Held in by Dunn. Recaptured a bit by Carter. Wenberg dances, powers in. Yamamoto stopped. Wenberg, they score! Alex Wenberg! What do you say? Okay. It seems we keep hitting. Pauses. So we're going to try this one last time. Otherwise, I'll let you check it out via the link in the description where you can find post-game media availability, highlights, and all much, and all kinds of stuff. Let's try it one more time, and then we'll move on. Yamamoto hurried up a bit, done. Popping out McCann in his sweet spot. It goes off the glass. Held in by Dunn. Recaptured a bit by Carter. Wenberg dances. Powers in. Yamamoto stopped. Wenberg. They score! Alex Wenberg! Hey, hey, what do you say? 2-0 Seattle. What an effort by Vince Dunn at the blue line to keep the play alive. Tolvin and gets the puck down low. Wenberg. Can I just say, even though we seem to hit a little bit of a pause here, but I paused it just to just just to get this out. Can I just say, what a stop by Tristan Jari before it ends up in the back of the net moments later. What a stop. Take a look at this again. Take a look right back at it. Okay, this is good enough. 
nice play there by Jari. Unfortunately, it ends up in the back of the net. Is there, and then look at the hands here and the persistency by Alex Wenberg. He kicks it from his skate to his stick. Jari gets a piece, but not enough. What an effort by Alex Wenberg. All right, well. They say good things come to those who wait. Well, we waited a long time to get that play of the game done. We did. It took pauses. It took me to have some time to talk. But the good news is we got it over with. If you want to see it without the pauses, be my guest by checking out our link in the description that we will post for every Penguins post-game show that we do. Again, the Penguins back in action on Saturday night. We will get you ready for that, as well as get you ready for the Friday action. In just a few minutes. And after another break, our final break of the program. But let's get to the game, pucks of the game here as we continue on our middle segment. And honestly, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go to, uh, I'm going to have to go to the captain for the Penguins. I, I, I mean... Sometimes too many shots is sometimes too many shots on goal is bad for the penguins. Sometimes it's good. In my opinion, I think Sid was pretty good in the game. Uh, no goals, no assists, no points, no plus minus. He did not register any penalty minutes, which is good. In his five shots on goal. Played a total ice time of 21 minutes and 15 seconds. One hit was allowed to be recorded for for Sidney Crosby. And eh, eh, no blocks for Sid. So it's a pick-me-up. Game puck recipient for Sid. For Sidney Crosby. On the victorious Seattle Kraken side, I could still give it to the goal scorers, but I just don't think so. I just don't think so. I got to give it to the goaltender. I got to give it to Grubauer. I got to give it to Grubauer. He was just fantastic on Thursday night. The game we are recapping right now, he was just fantastic on Thursday night. So. Sid is getting the game puck of the game for the Penguins. And Philip Grubauer is getting the game puck of the game for Seattle. But mark my words, he was exact 
don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on it. I just wanted you to mark my words, but don't quote me on it. I feel like Grubauer is most deserving. Grubauer is most deserving of a game puck of the game. Because he was just awesome on Thursday evening. So with that being said, a look around the NHL on a Thursday evening. And what's on tap on Friday, on a Friday night? That's not so busy. In the NHL. Plus, what is next for this podcast? What is next for the Kraken? And what is next for the Penguins? It all happens right after this from our good friends over at Take Another Look. We're back in 30 seconds after this from Take Another Look. And a reminder that Take Another Look, like other podcasts on Voices for Ability Radio, can be heard. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then again, wherever you find your favorite podcast. We're back to wrap this up right after this from Take Another Look Podcast. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. It is about time to put a bow on the game from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. Before we do, however, I want to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much for joining us all season long. If you've been following the podcast all season long. And we also want to kick off this 
end of the program segment by talking about the NHL Thursday night recap. And on game night, for the first time since 2002, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs defeat and rather best the Arizona Coyotes, or in this case, the Coyotes, the Maple Leafs best the Coyotes by defeating them 4-2 to two in Toronto. So after the Golden Knights went to town on the Maple Leaf the other night, On Tuesday night, the Maple Leafs get back into the win column. The Florida Panthers defeated the Montreal Canadiens in a shootout, and that was a good one. They defeat the Canadiens in a shootout, 4-3 the final. In that portion, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Buffalo Sabres fight hard. But it's the Sabres coming away with a 3-2 win over the Lightning in Tampa Bay and in overtime. Speaking of the Golden Knights. Well, they were victorious in Toronto the other night on a Tuesday evening. But guess what? Unfortunately, they fight hard. They fight hard against Boston and come up short. Boston Bruins defeat the Golden Knights 5 to 4 in Boston in Beantown The Carolina Hurricanes defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4 to 2 in Columbus, Ohio The New York Islanders defeat the Detroit Red Wings in the Motor City, 5-3. to three. In the Motor City. And that will wrap up our 7 p.m. slot of games. In our 8 p.m. slot of games, the Winnipeg Jets fall to the Dallas Stars 4 to 1 in Dallas. The Nashville Predators go to town on the Minnesota Wild, defeating the Wild 6 to 1 in Smashville in the Music City. 
Then later, speaking of going to town, in the 9 p.m. window, the Colorado Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon absolutely dismantle the Chicago Blackhawks and Connor Bedard, beating the Blackhawks 5-0. to zero. So the Penguins game wasn't the only game with a shutout. We had a shutout in the Windy City. We had a shutout in the Windy City. As the Avalanche defeat the Blackhawks 5-0. to zero. In the 10 o'clock window, besides the Penguins falling to the Kraken 2-0. to zero, Of course, that is the 10 p.m. Eastern time window. The Los Angeles Kings, speaking of going to town. Defeat the Vancouver Canucks five to one in Vancouver. So Vancouver beats it. Let me make sure I have that right. Vancouver actually lost to the Penguins the other night, and it didn't quite get better for them on Thursday night. Let's hope things get a little bit better for them as they enter their March schedule, but they fall. 5-1 to one to the Kings. Considering the fact that they, going into the game against Pittsburgh, were the number one team in the NHL. Interesting. Meanwhile, speaking of teams like the team The Canucks will play on Sunday. The Ducks of Anaheim come out of the Shark Tank alive with a 6-4 win over the Sharks. So not too many games need overtime and let alone overtime, maybe a shootout. I hope I was hoping I was actually hoping. And so was my brother, our host of on the ice and behind the benches. We were hoping for overtime between the pens and the Kraken. But it didn't happen. But there you have it. Your look around on game night. So now let's get down to the next 
game night. And we do that by going over the... And we do that by going over... The next five games. Well, another month in the season is in the books. But guess what? Even though we're in March, now is not the time to take your foot off the gas pedal. Actually, it is the time to put your season into overdrive. The Penguins have a couple of meaningful home games and meaningful road games. Pretty much every game matters right now, especially the game right before the trade deadline. Let's kick things off here with the Seattle Krakens. Next five games. Before we get down to the next five games for the Pittsburgh Penguins to wrap up. So the next five games for Seattle include a home game against the Oilers at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You could watch it on Sportsnet tomorrow on Saturday. As they actually continue their 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 game homestand. It wraps up on Saturday when they take on the Oilers at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And then we've got a back-to-back. On Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, they will be in the Saddle Dome to take on the Calgary Flames. Then they head out to Winnipeg for Tuesday, March 5th. To take on the Winnipeg Jets. That is part of a home and home series. Which will wrap up on trade deadline night. Where the Kraken will be at home. 10pm Eastern is the puck drop. And that will kick start a. That end of a home and home series will kickstart a one, two, three, four, five game homestand. But to end off their next five games. After the home-and-home series against Winnipeg wraps up, their next home game will be Tuesday, March 12th, against the defending Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. 
who are looking they're looking okay the golden knights are looking all right in their conference maybe not much in their division but they are looking okay in their conference but will they be a playoff team this year and will they be able to defend their title We'll see. Still lots of hockey to come. But not much time. The trade deadline is this Friday, March 8th. And two home games minus the game on Saturday against the Oilers. Wrap up the next five games for the Seattle Kraken. One thing is for sure, the Seattle Kraken certainly defended the deep last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Can they defend the deep against McDavid and the Oilers? We'll know the answer. By the end of Saturday night's game. Speaking of which. Let's get to. Next up. For the Penguins. Their four game road trip. Wraps up on Sunday. But it continues Saturday. As the Penguins are in the late window. Of hockey night in Canada. When they take on the Calgary Flames from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta. At 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. That's tomorrow. I will have a recap of that game for you on Sunday, ahead of the Penguins' next game at 9 p.m. on Sunday. When they will face off against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. Of course. We won't be done talking Oilers hockey, though. But to wrap up their next five games, they have two games at home. One against the Blue Jackets on Tuesday, March 5th. And then Thursday, March 7th. It's a game against Ovi and the Capitals. Sidney Crosby versus Alexander Ovechkin. On Thursday evening, the night before the trade deadline. Then on Saturday, 
You can call whatever you want to call it, but we've got a big, bad Boston Bruin battle between the Boston Bruins and your Pittsburgh Penguins at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday Eve, on Saturday, next Saturday. Before the Oilers come to town in Pittsburgh. So we will be done talking Oilers hockey after Sunday, March 10th, 2024. Next up for this podcast, another edition of Penguins Post Game. That will be the post game show I talked about that will follow or happen rather before Oilers and Penguins. Those are the two teams behind me. And the next post-game show will feature the two teams behind me. As the Penguins are wrapping up their late night owl games. They will play in the Saddle Dome against the Flames. On Saturday night, that's tomorrow night, catch me with the recap on Sunday ahead of Oilers and Penguins. And then on Monday, I will have a recap of Oilers and Penguins, the two teams you'll now see above me and behind me on Monday. They do battle on Sunday, and you'll see the recap of Flames and Penguins before that recap of the Oilers and the Pens. And then we're back to programming that will begin. After the game has gone final, because games will be back to 7 o'clock Eastern in March, and they will also start at 3 p.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern. We will have a PWHL recap before we do one of our following Penguin Post games coming up in the month of March a little later in the middle of March. And of course, a reminder for those tuning in to the recap regarding the Blue Jackets and the Penguins, that will happen on Wednesday. So I look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday. And I also look forward to seeing you guys after 
that hockey game between the Pens and the Blue Jackets, which takes place on Tuesday. I'll have a recap for you on Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today on the podcast. That'll do it for us today. And thank you for joining us for our Friday show. As always, today wasn't a season three episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, but guess what? We will be covering the trade deadline if we by chance don't get to it. Then we'll move right along into getting you ready for baseball season in the following Friday. I really hope we're able to get one to you during trade deadline day. That is next Friday, March 8, 2024. And that will be following Penguins postgame, Pens and Capitals. Before we get ready for the big bad Boston Bruins on Saturday afternoon. And before we cut off our program here, the final score Penguin Zero. Kraken 2, the Kraken improved to 26, 22, and 11. The Penguins fall to 27, 22, and 8. The Seattle Kraken have played a total of 59 games. So that means with 59 games, In the rear view mirror, they now have 24 games down, 23 games to go for the Penguins as we wrap up broadcast 57 of 82. Game 58 and broadcast 58. We'll be coming your way after the Pens and the Flames, the two teams you see behind me. And by the way, the Penguins have now played in 26 games. They now have 25 to go. With 57 games in the books. Fifty-seven games in the books, twenty-five to go, which means we have twenty-five more broadcasts of Penguins post game for twenty twenty-three, twenty twenty-four. Hey, we're getting down to it. We just might actually make it to eighty-two games. We might make it. We may make it. We've got 25 more to go. But that wraps this up. 
And again, the final score in front of 17,151 fans in attendance. Seattle 2. And of course, Pittsburgh 0. The Seattle Kraken get the sweet taste of revenge. against Pittsburgh and do exactly what they had done to them in mid-January as they defeat the Penguins 2-0. Now for the Penguins, we got to throw it up into the trash with it. the Seattle Kraken. For this season. And get ready for the Flames. On Saturday evening. I'll leave you with this as we get to our sign off. Head coach Mike Sullivan said this post game. After the game. Actually let me leave you with. Let me leave you with this from Tristan Jari on the first goal scored by Seattle. So Tristan Jari said after the game, when he was asked about the first goal Seattle scored, he said it's tough when the puck goes up in the air like that. Your trajectory of your body is looking down and usually the way the puck is traveling it's down to up it's tough to track the puck when from the ceiling down just lost track of it for a split second and they were able to get it before we did you know what tristan I think I think that's a good way to end it here on a high note. Jari also said I think we played two third two third of the game. Two thirds of the game pretty well. We had a really good first period. Well, that's debatable, but that's what you say, Tristan. For me it's kind of debatable, but I won't disagree with you on that. Uh, I thought we had a pretty good second period. Obviously, they brought it to us a little bit more in the third. They were able to capitalize on a weird bounce. A weird bounce? I don't know. But they definitely were able to capitalize. And lastly here, Sidney Crosby said post-game after the game, it's not a good feeling to feel like you do a lot of good things, especially in the first there. Uh, to come out of that period down, uh, that was tough. But we had a lot of game left. Couldn't find a way to get that one in to get us started. Well, you couldn't.
And Coach Mike Sullivan said post game, for a lot of the night, we were the better team. We just couldn't find a way to finish. It's hard to win when you don't score goals. I don't think it was from a lack of opportunity. We had a lot of pucks at the net. We just didn't finish tonight. Well, regardless of what you think, as I said earlier, ball it up, throw it in the trash. Let's get ready for the flames. And that brings us to our sign-off for the night, for the day, rather. Reminder, on CNT Radio, and I'll do it after our sign-off, again, tonight on CNT Radio at 7 p.m. and until 9 p.m., it is the Song Bank. So if you're looking for if you're looking for a great way to get in tuned, the song bank on CNT Radio is for you. Seven to nine p.m. Eastern time. And with that being said. Don't forget to also catch The Melting Pot, 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. That's tomorrow. With Nick Blazewitz bringing it to you. And bringing us to a close. On CNT Radio for the weekend. Check us out with the Classical Cafe from 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. With Samantha J. Dash. With all that being said. That is it for this one. Penguins fall 2-0 to the Seattle Kraken. Ball it up, throw it in the trash. Let's get going to get ready for the Flames. Let's get right. Because time is ticking. We got to put our feet on the gas pedal. And make sure goals go in for us. With that said, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguin fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Pens and Flames coming up. It's the Penguins versus the Flames coming up on Sunday on Sports for Beginners is Penguins postgame. And of course, the game is happening tomorrow night from the Saddle Dome.
Saddle up. Saddle in. For Penguins in Flame. I'll talk to you after the game and get you ready for Oilers and Pens. When we recap Pens and Flames from the Saddle Dome. Go Pens! Go Pens! And I look forward to catching up with you again after Penguins and Flames. See you after the game. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show... And to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Sports fans, it's your host, Scott McGregor, host of the Sports for Beginners podcast here. And football season is in the playoffs, right? But there are so many other sports out there. And there are so many platforms you can find content on. Well, I have a good choice for you to go check stuff out. Check out the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. The team you want, whenever you want. They've got so many goals. They've got so many great shows. Locked on Bills. Locked on Sports Today. Locked on Kraken. Locked on NHL. Locked on Penguins. Locked on NFL Scouting. And so much more. It's no wonder their motto is your team every day. Check it out for yourself on any podcast platform. Once again, that's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.